Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And we are back. With, uh, we've, you know, talked about alien life and everything. And so now we're back to earth with rock and roll. This was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've gotten access to Spirit Award screeners. Yes. I yes. had a binge this morning. Yeah. I woke up, well, I normally wake up at like 5.30. So this morning I happened to wake up at 6. I watched. You slept in. <laughs> I slept in. This morning I watched three movies and the one nominated episode of City So Real. I watched Miss Juneteenth, which I thought was fabulous. Mm-hmm. I Carry You With Me, which I also thought was fabulous. Finally watched Minari, which is nominated for everything. I liked it, but it definitely doesn't beat out Promising Young Woman or uh, My Rainey's Black Bottom or Nomadland. Promising Young Woman is still my favorite. And there is something in Minari that I thought was really predictable. Not going to spoil it. I think you all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. A big thing. The the big thing Mm -hmm. I thought Mm -hmm. was predictable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I watched it on Friday. And it's, you know, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, there, there were lots of predictable things in it and that's fine. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Yoon was great. It's an interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. the two actresses were nominated for what best supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was great. So. I'm not voting for Stephen Yoon for best actor, but he was still really good. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler about you know for me. For your your voting. <laughs> yeah, and Let's and see. I I really did like City So Real, which uh, the first episode is about uh, beginning of the mayoral race from what year? Two thousand eighteen. Uh, it would have to be in Chicago when Rahm Emanuel dropped out. That would be an even year, wouldn't it? yeah 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 and about um uh shooting lacan what was his last name and uh the trial of the police officer who shot him he was 16 times for supposedly wielding a knife yeah yeah so yeah there was one episode of that nominated Mm -hmm. uh it's definitely good enough to continue, but I've got 21 other things to watch. Exactly. That's the thing. I've watched 32 things. So, yeah. including full series of things that uh, I watched before the screeners came out. But mm-hmm. now I'm going to do the nominated episodes to start with. And if I love them, then after I'm done watching everything, then maybe I'll get to those full series. Yeah. Yeah. I watched um, the episode of immigration nation and that was really tough to watch it was so i i don't know if i want to watch any more episodes of Mm. that series (laughs) yeah 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 and what else uh we're here that one um 
and and that was fun and it there's a fun one there's a fun thing nominated for a spirit award yes <laughs> crazy yes. we're Most here of them are not fun yeah that's the one about the 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 traveling drag show oh okay mm-hmm. Most of these yeah. are such downers. Yeah, I know. Wait, is I the great, I forget, is the great nominated here or is yeah. that a Golden Globe or both? Okay, right. the great was, was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Really, really. The, oh, yeah. I watched the first episode of that this week and I was like, I really hate him. I love this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I watched the whole thing like a month ago. It It was really engaging yeah i liked it a lot Mm -hmm. no but otherwise like all these others are kind of downers i didn't find nomadland a downer you know it it yeah but it's not fun it's a drama you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's very engaging yeah and i kept wondering like like how what would be a happy ending for this particular movie like i have my idea of what a happy ending is and the way it ended for her it was fitting it was perfect like yes. i know what i want to happen but yeah. like um that quote that i showed you guys um where, what was it um i forgot my quote <laughs> and i don't want to get up and get it wait a minute not all who wander are lost like that was yeah. her yeah truly yeah. Now, and it, it was really well done. Now, ironically or interestingly, in some ways, Promising Young Woman was fun, even though it was really yeah. tragic. You just, yeah. the way it was shot was fun. All the colors, the mm-hmm. 80s feeling, even though it doesn't take place in the 80s. Um, so, yeah. I feel like that was a part of the darkness of it. Like it lulled yeah. you into thinking it was going to be this fun <laughs> movie. And yes, it did have a dark topic, but like the way it careened, it's like, oh, that's what this is. Yeah. Did, did if either one of you watch uh, SNL last night? No. No? Okay. Okay. Well, there there's a skit there that I thought was going the way of Promising Young Woman, but wow oh anyway <laughs> watch and see okay so mm-hmm. cool but you know of course being a comedy um, show <laughs> oh yeah it, it, like the finger there all the way <laughs> yeah it, it um, it's hard to make that topic into a comedy even though there were moments in promising young woman that yeah. were not laugh out loud but again fun in a very weird way yeah Yeah. i would not call the movie fun it's just here amongst us with people listening that you know when when i recommend it i do not say it all fun court what were you gonna say what following up with what you just said like she was a very layered character with Mm -hmm. a lot of elements we'll say that yeah, um, I know that it was promoted as a horror movie when it came out, and I didn't get horror from that. Mm-mm. It's a horrible topic, but not mm-hmm. horror. No. Um, like I was going to talk about this movie I watched um, Monday night. 
uh, the vigil. Uh, it just was released uh, for streaming uh, this past Friday. So I got one of the pre-screeners that came out. Um, it's a, it's, it's a new Hasidic horror movie uh, set in Brooklyn and it really was scary as hell. Like I made my niece sleep with me and we slept with the lights on 25%. It was good. Um, what's it like called again? Year, uh, the vigil. Vigil. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And all I'll say about it is uh, about this Jewish young man who's questioning his faith. And um, like he has to sit um, over vigil uh, guarding someone's soul until he, his, the body is taken away the next morning. And a lot of stuff happens. So that's all I'll say. Ooh, wow. It's very twisty. Susan, you're not going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Unless it's <laughs> nominated for a spirit award or something. Yes. Is, um, is there possession in it? Um, there's not necessarily possession. There's an attachment. Well, let's say that. Okay. Because something, I didn't know yeah. if Jewish people believed in possession. Not that they have to believe for a movie to have one in it. There's this movie with Kara Sedgwick called Possession um, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, their daughter finds this box and like she gets possessed by something. Wow. Yeah. And they're Jewish in the movie? I don't know if they were Jewish, but like the box itself, um, like was within Jewish, Jewish lore or something, whatever was like, they had to get the exorcist to be, a, it was a rabbi. It was the exorcist. Huh. Wow. So, yeah. Interesting. And it, it's, it, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool. Scary movie. It's not one I watch over and over again, but yeah. every time I do it, I'm like, okay, this was pretty well done. Yeah. Now one I saw last night, I watched just to have something going in the background. Um, Wait a minute. Like my, I have a headache. Wrong turn. Okay, so you guys know the wrong turn movies. They're torture porn. Um, they're about <laughs> kids who go out into the woods. They're torture porn. Yeah. I generally don't like torture porn, but I'll watch them just as a one-off. The first one was was pretty good. The the rest were all like you know very formulaic. So when this one came out, I I just turned it on just to see what they did with it and um. Let's just say they subvert a lot of expectations. Um, they rebooted the series is what they did. And Kelly, I think I want you to watch it. I bought it. I think yes. I want you to watch it. Um, it just, and I'm not going to tell you guys anything. I want you to go in with your own expectations and just to see what happens. And watch the whole way through. Because the first 20 minutes, you're like, okay, yeah, this is what I expected it to be. And then after that, like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like Susan, mm-hmm. I, I would tell you to watch it. It it, is, it does get gory, but I suggest. Yeah, I don't mind it. gory. So okay. okay. Yeah. Well, you guys have my voodoo password. It's in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I watched something fun this week. Um, is it Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it I'd heard a lot about it. A lot of people liked it, and so I thought, well okay, I, I guess I'll give it a try then, you know, cause I saw the, um, the trailer and I thought, oh my gosh, that looks ridiculous. And, and people liked it. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, then I'll, I'll spend the $20. <laughs> so, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was all right. <laughs> so it was funny. I laughed. There were, yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, but I didn't regret spending the $20. So, you know, it was fine. 
Okay. Yeah. So I, and I might be uh, purchasing it when it becomes available. Wow. Okay. So that's the test. Then. Spending another 20. <laughs> yep. Um, I tried to watch the collective. I, I rented it and I couldn't make it through. It was not that it wasn't well done. It was really well done. It was just hard to watch. Mm, like okay. I maybe made it th- through 30, 30 minutes of it. It was very tragic. Um, yeah. And what is that about? Um, that's where uh, there was that fire in the nightclub, I think in Germany. And um, oh, right, right. the people died, okay. but the worst part of it was like the medical treatment that others received. They said like 30 plus people died in the hospital just because mm. they weren't treated well. Okay. Yeah, that didn't take place in a, took place somewhere outside of Germany because some people got sent to Germany for treatment. Mm. But yeah. the people in that country, it wasn't Romania or something, was it? It was Romania. Yeah. Okay. And the ones who, who were kept in the country for treatment got terrible treatment. And they were like, yeah. well, why isn't our medical system better? Or why didn't all of them get sent to Germany if the treatment is better there? And yeah, that was tough. Yeah. And then didn't a bunch of the family sue? I watched it a long yeah. time ago. and Not yeah. a long time, yeah. but a few months ago. Yeah, no, yeah, like you said, a bunch of the family sued, and like the hardest part of it was how the government treated the whole situation. Yeah, like they kind of looked under the rug. Oh, they're getting the best treatment possible, and then like most of them died. It was yeah. horrible. Oh yeah, and there was video footage from people's phones of the fire breaking yeah. out and how and fast they showed it spread. Oh. oh, it was like so fast. immediately. Wow. Yeah. yeah, blazed through. Yeah, like, and I had to, I, I, you guys know me, I can watch like horror movies all the time, but when it's real real. stuff, like, no, these are people, like, they really got hurt and died. Yeah. 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 Well, great. (laughs) Looking forward um, to watching that one. (laughs) uh, I started Orphan Black again, because I forgot how amazing that show was. I was like, let me do a rewatch. And then Scott was like, are you ready to record for Buffy? I forgot. Oh, so I ended up in a bunch of Buffy too. So we're doing that Monday night. Oh, and the new Superman and Lois. I kind of yeah. love it. Cool. Yeah. Keep watching Resident Alien. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I was watching it cooking yesterday, Susan, and uh, he, he had me crack it up. I love him. Yes. I'm a ninja. Yes. <laughs> ninja. Ninja. <laughs> perfect yes kelly you have to keep watching it you really do all right I've, I've just watched the one episode but i may wait until the spirit awards are done okay yeah. or until i'm so much. done watching the spirit yeah. awards yeah okay. which probably won't take me until the last minute since i've got just 21 things left to watch <laughs> you can well, do it this week 21 things listed but if any more of those series have more than one episode i know that little america has three episodes but i already watched all of them yeah those are yeah and those are short those yeah are 30 half an minutes. hour so yeah. if any other series have more than one episode then that means i'll have that means i have more than 21 things technically but yeah, yeah. i think the the other um the other 
TV shows just have one episode each. Okay, cool. And it was interesting that they chose those episodes for Little America because I liked others better. Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) They were all still outstanding. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think we talked about last week, didn't we, that um, I'd go into to a few and think I'm not gonna like this one or I'm not gonna love it and every single one yeah. mm-hmm. I love yeah my least favorite was the last one about the dude buying the land to be to build his oh, dream yeah. home mm-hmm. yeah because that didn't end tidily yeah. yeah but I still really liked it and all the others were just oh my god wow yes Mm-hmm. So. yeah i think the first one i saw was the one about the um the cruise where they the family that won the cruise yeah. you didn't watch uh, them in order no because you don't have to no but. but i had listened to an interview with that writer director okay. so that's why i watched that one first okay so i just went in order because i thought if i pick and choose i may miss something that i would like yeah. And sure enough, I would have if I had picked and yeah. chosen. Yeah. yeah, I really like that. The first one, I, th- I think it was the first one. The manager? Uh, manager. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised that one wasn't nominated or like one of the yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the squash high school girl, that one wasn't nominated. Yeah. Well, the third one. No. Yeah. The cowboy yeah yeah and yeah that was a good one. Oh, yeah yeah <laughs> anyway yes we've already picked our winners <laughs> not fully i am not done fully. with several categories though yeah yeah i'm done with um the here now that Let's i've watched minari i i'm done with several yeah, and I'm done with uh, best a feature. couple of the tv yeah categories best first feature yeah. best director screenplay yeah. yeah i still need to watch nine days um, oh yes you do yeah yeah oh i know i missed it. i had signed up for the 48 hour access and oh. forget why i missed it then but yeah, yeah. that's okay. i had just caught it late. like yeah. like two hours before it was supposed to expire uh, well yeah. So Golden Globes tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. Even though I kind of feel like boycotting, I know I. Uh, am I a bad person for not no. boycotting? No. Should I, I just like wait it. and read the the winners tomorrow, or watch on Twitter? I I can't watch on Twitter. It's either watch live or wait and read the winners tomorrow. Yeah, And I don't know that I'll be able to stay up for the whole thing because sometimes I'm asleep at 9.15. One day this past week, I fell asleep at 8.30. I know, it's crazy. I didn't mean to. I think I was doing Duolingo and I kept nodding off. Like, wait, I have to finish this. You know, I have to maintain my like 765 day streak or something. And um, I know. Um, uh, so yeah, for this sucker to go on from like eight until at least 11, that's late for me. Yeah. 
that's a lot. And they're not even in person anymore. I think the presenters are going to be in person and the recipients are at home. So we're not even going to get to see anyone dressed up, but that's okay because Frances McDormand never dresses up. Well, you know, she right. just dresses like she wears like awesome frocks and yeah. no makeup and she yeah. does her, which yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, maybe next year it'll be more interesting. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, like Kelly, when that news story came out, like I, w- I was in shock. I know. I I really wasn't either appalled. Yes. And you know, yeah. you know what actually is shocking though? With Oscar So White, however many years ago that was, with BLM this past year, what did how did they think they were gonna get away with this? Yeah. Talk about dense. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like beyond stupid. That they, the, and with that woman journalist member who filed the lawsuit about a year ago and it got thrown out in November, mm-hmm. they, they seriously thought they could get away with this? Yeah. What because were they thinking? for so long. Yeah. They have for so long. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But, but now they're going to add new members, so we'll see. Oh, yeah, what, probably three? Right. Yeah. And I I guess I'm working in advance here um, for our sports week that's coming up. Um, watched <laughs> the latest episode of... Um, Real Sports? Real Sports. Yeah. Oh, cool. And they talked to Black coaches in the NFL. Cool. Okay. And so it's a similar thing, you know, it's like, cause there's plenty of assistant coaches and everything. Uh, there are yeah. three head coaches. So and, did they talk to Mike Tomlin of the Steelers? Uh, I don't remember the names probably, okay. you know, Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's been a, so. he's been a, the Steelers coach for years now. I don't okay. care oh, yeah. about the Steelers, even though I live here. Um, I like hockey, so I like the Pittsburgh Penguins. But um, but yeah, Mike Tomlin has been the Steelers coach for years now. Yeah, and they were uh, they were saying, I I don't know how far back they looked at, like maybe ten years back or something, and um, there were three different black head coaches. <laughs> there were still three during this amount of time. In, well, yeah, 10 years ago, there were three, and now and there now are three. Still three. But, and did they say when the first Black coach was hired? I think in the 90s was um, Al Davis of the Raiders. Okay. Al Davis. Was that his name? I don't know. I don't keep up. But it was the Raiders, yeah. <laughs> Art Shell. Well, I'm probably right about that number three, then. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, I have to get the name now. <laughs> All right. While you're looking at that, um, I know for um, the Washington team, which is what they're called now, um, they have the Washington uh, the, team because they haven't yes, picked a new mascot yet. 
Yeah. And like, that's, that's hilarious. Cool. Yes. Me. Um, like they have a, a young female uh, black coach. Uh, she's an assistant coach. And um, she was interviewed. Yeah. Like, and I, I love loving seeing that because I, I just saw the same thing with um, a hockey team. I'm not sure. I don't think it was NHL. It may have been NHL mm-hmm. or if it was like on the college circuit. But like, I'm starting to see that now. And she mm-hmm. was so very humble mm-hmm. when they were interviewing her on Good Morning America a couple of weeks ago. And like, um, they tried to get her to talk about like what it was like, um, like how she was being treated. And like, you could, she, you could see her walking that line of not wanting to say the wrong thing. Yeah. 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 Um, and well, we just got a head coach. I think it was like one of the Florida teams um, for baseball who just got their first female head coach and she was Asian, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Or general man. No, I don't know. What are they called? Cause they're not called coaches in baseball. Um, well, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't ahead. remember now. I thought they were called like managers or something because i'm thinking the general manager and the head coach are two different Uh, yeah i thought that i know but i thought that coaches were like the assistant or specific okay you're right i thought the lead one was a general manager kim ing she's the first asian american general manager cool first woman for first woman the first asian american cool so she checks off two boxes, huh? 2020, 2021, we're making strides. It only took yep. us. Okay, the first, the first. <laughs> took us as long as baseball coach. has been in existence. The first black head coach in the NFL uh, was Fritz Pollard in 1920. <gasps> oh, okay. So the next one was Art Shell. Oh, in the um 1983 uh, oh. i just knew there would be a gap <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, That's yeah. It. what team was the one for the 20s oh, where was that let me go back lincoln and then akron pros so oh so teams that don't exist yeah anymore. teams that don't exist yeah okay yeah I need to do more sports homework, y'all. That one's wrong. Yeah. See, Lincoln was Lincoln Lions. They were a, a university team. but So it's Akron Pros. Mm. Yeah, I know there's been talk of um, integrating a lot of the major league teams, um, like with like women playing. I'm like, why mm. aren't we doing that already? What's going on? Make it through. I don't think that most of them can hit as hard, hard or as far, most. And I don't think most can run as fast, just biologically. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Kelly. I look at some of these track teams. Oh, During I the Olympics, some people, like, they can run fast. It just oh, of depends course. Who. Of course. And then, of course, there's controversy with that also with, trans athletes yes no yeah, trans women I, not trans, trans women. I feel like if, if they made women. it co-ed maybe that would cut out a lot of that that correct the bullshit it's bullshit i think it's bullshit i see people get so angry about allowing trans people to participate in different things because their physiology it's, mm-hmm. it's bullshit 
Well, I think the real issue, yes, trans women. There is no advantage for a trans man to compete in men's sports. They are at a disadvantage on the whole. Yeah. Yeah. There was this um, swimmer at Harvard who um, transitioned to a trans woman uh, Mm -hmm. when she went to Harvard. So in high school, she competed as a, as a man boy, they call high school, high schoolers girls, Mm -hmm. and they call the others men. You remember that Susan at our school? Like it was the men's formal and the girls formal. Hmm. And that just pissed me off. So she competed as a young man in high school and swimming. And when she went to Harvard or before she went, she talked to both coaches, the coach of the women's swimming team and the coach of the men's swimming team about what to do. She Mm -hmm. said, I'm a trans woman, but I don't know if I should transition now because, you know, she was a top swimmer. She was recruited to Harvard for swimming Mm -hmm. um, as a man. And she said, if, no, sorry, wait, I'm sorry, I've gotten it wrong. She, all right, he, trans man, sorry, I had it so wrong, trans man. So she competed as a girl in high school, top girl swimmer. So he said, um, if I transition fully to be a trans man, I'll be at a disadvantage. I won't be a top swimmer anymore, probably. You know, I won't win anymore. But if I stay on the women's team, I can probably win for y'all. And both coaches said, you do what you need to do. We'll support you either way. So he transitioned and um, was still a good swimmer, but yeah, stopped winning. Yeah. The men were just the cis men um, were just stronger, faster, even though he was totally fit and clearly, you know, was winning championships as a woman had been yeah Mm -hmm. but cool did what was right for him hello podcat oh my goodness (laughs) look at you you came over here where are you there you are He stopped snoring on camera now. (laughs) Smelling the iPad. She's like, y'all are, I can hear you talking now. I don't normally hear you guys. You normally have your headset on. Yeah. Well, should we talk about rock and roll? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with the, uh, the concert film. Sure. Go in chronological uh, order. Yeah, yeah. Monterey Pop. Yeah. So, yeah, this was on Criterion. And, you know, we keep picking some Criterion films, even though the vast majority of people don't have it. But, you know, they can sign up. What is the, um, how long is the free trial? Is it two weeks? I think two, yeah, two weeks. Yeah. So there's so much to, so much good stuff to watch there. So we certainly recommend at least a trial and uh, you may get hooked in. Again, you can do month to month. Um, So yeah, this was about 
1968, and this came out in 68, the 1968 Monterey. 67. 67. Okay, sorry. Um, This film uh, came out in 1968. So it's about the 1967 Monterey Music Festival, which preceded Woodstock, obviously, and um, helped inspire Woodstock. And oh my God, the musicians and bands that played at Monterey, that was incredible. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So Simon and Garfunkel, who performed what, Susan? Uh, well, and, well the, what did, the what did take... it remind you of? Well, what came to Of course, them being there. Yes. And also Otis Redding being there on stage. Yeah. 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 You know, that, that, those were our leftovers connections right there. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. So always something leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Janis Joplin was amazing. Ravi Shankar closed out the concert and people just didn't seem to know what to do with them at first. I didn't know what to do with him. Oh, really? <laughs> but, yeah. And I'm like, why is this going on for so long? I mean, oh. it's it's nice. It's different. But really, do we really need 10 minutes of it? <laughs> it was that long. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they didn't show the full sets or the full songs yeah. of everyone else. So that was interesting. Yeah. But, um, you know, George Harrison helped make him famous in the United States. Um his one of his kids is Nora Jones yeah um though she doesn't like to talk about that apparently at least I've read that several years ago I was I was and during the movie I was trying to remember it's like is is he Nora Jones dad or is Mm -hmm. that this other guy you know Mm -hmm. this other musician and so then in one of the extras they were Mm -hmm. talking about their reunion show and how she played there in you know Mm -hmm. her father's place cool um Jimi Hendrix oh my lord and so this was one time that he set his guitar on fire so I looked that up like who was the first person Uh, and I closed out that no it's on my iPad here and I can't I'm not going to open it right now because that would get rid of y'all um I looked up like who was the first person to destroy their guitar in a concert how far back do you think that would be approximately what year or within five years let's say i don't know maybe in the in the 20s <gasps> no not that far back but i was assuming 60s pete townsend was really known for it so yeah. he's uh-huh. still attributed as being the first person to destroy his uh, guitar on stage no it was in the 50s and a bunch of people did it in the 50s. And of course, Jerry Lee Lewis is known for destroying his piano. Yeah. And yeah. other people um, soon after are known for destroying their guitar kits. Um, so Hendrix was not the first. Pete Townsend was not the first. And, um, you know, it, it has really become cliche. But people still do it oh i don't remember who wrote a song about it but someone wrote a song some guy um yeah wrote a song mocking the practice which i think is hilarious 
Now, I thought that what Hendrix did was pretty cool because he had his guitar on the ground and he was playing it like that and then pulls out the lighter fluid and he's just sitting there with his guitar going into flame, bursting into flames. And he adds more lighter fluid because it wasn't burning as much as he would like. (laughs) So that was a little bit beyond just smashing it to, to destroy it. So, yeah, anyway, so I, I'm glad, Susan, that you found the extras afterwards, what, and yeah. some interviews in there, because yeah. I didn't watch that yet, and um, I had expected some interviews or some, at least, commentary, and uh, the this movie was just a concert well isn't there Mm -hmm. a a commentary track also one of the yeah selections on yeah one of them is criterion yeah oh okay yeah okay yeah so all i watched was the the concert me too and it's not the concert in full you know it's not just running from start to finish it's like one song per artist yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but they also said that they did not show um any of the grateful dead so I don't care. I don't like them. Yeah. So they were there and then there was some other group. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And it was, it was interesting also to see like shots of the crowd and you wonder where are they now? You know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> so. And they showed like Hendrix and the crowd marveling yes. at Rosie Sankar. Yeah. And the mamas and the papas and the crowd watching, I forget who, maybe it was Shankar also. Um, yeah so I, I did like that looking at the crowd mm-hmm. yeah I just love the different variety of bands that popped up because initially I was like okay Kelly what, what are we watching here what, what's going on then, <laughs> I had never like, seen it got, before yeah and then, then I got some familiar sounds like people I, I'm, I've heard Janice before and other folks Jefferson Airplane and then mm-hmm. I heard like, um what was it Robbie like I, I, I wasn't familiar with him at all um, so like that was cool to listen to um, and of course Hendrix and Redding when they popped up mm-hmm. I got it really excited so mm-hmm. I was like this is cool I kind of wish that they had put the names of the music musicians and bands up there briefly because yeah. now 53 years later not everyone is going to recognize all the musicians and bands Right. So yep. they were not forward thinking at all. They right. produced that film just for them. Yeah. No longevity yeah. imagined. Well, I mean, they listed them at the very beginning, but who was <gasps> going to write it down and, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. I've seen that one. See that one. <laughs> yeah. That's just not good enough. It, it needs to be. Yeah. When they, when the band starts. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe someone in. should go in and yeah. do that now. Yeah. yeah. That will be and, and, Yeah. <laughs> but and then, have something, a note about updated blah, blah, blah year. But then there's like, you know, Grace Slick and um, Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix. You, you know those voices as soon as you hear oh, yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. But one day people won't. Will Zoomers know them? This is true because we watch our little YouTube buddies and we're, I'm, I'm always amazed right. the people they don't know they've never yeah. listened to. 
Like mm-hmm. even Whitney Houston, like that was the first time they'd heard any of her music. And that was what, less than 20 years ago for us. Yeah. Less than 10 years for us. Yeah. I don't remember when oh, she yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm also amazed at what music they, or what songs at least they are familiar with. Sometimes I'm sort of shocked, you know, where'd you hear that outside of just a commercial, you know? Yeah. Or in a grocery store. <laughs> in a grocery store. Yeah, that's where you're hearing our music now. Right. Yeah. So a, a lot of them are watching 90s uh, and 2000s comedies. Huh. Yeah. So they'll get it from there. Yeah. <laughs> they'll learn about jazz if they watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes. Yeah. Or if you uh, remove the embargo from the Cosby show. I was just about to say. Like, that that's how I learned about jazz. Yeah. Don't think I can do that. Uh, <laughs> like just to support the other actors. Like in I know. the episodes I go and watch, like just the heads up for Mother's Day, like there's a Claire Huxtable episode. Like it's her stuff. Like it's uh Claire Huxtable, Vanessa. Um, like she was always with the antics. So I'll find one maybe with him not in it. Yeah. <laughs> there's like what, two maybe <laughs> where right. he's not in it. Because it's all about him. Everyone yeah. else is supporting cast, you know. And he's still, you know, executive producer, creator, all of that. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like when I go back and watch that stuff, I'm supporting them, not him. Yes. Yeah. We're ready to move on to the next one. Yeah. All right. Next is 1979's Quadrophenia. Mm-hmm. And we saw a uh, repeat performance of the Who, yes. my generation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, because this movie was produced by you know they were the executive producers. Um, yeah, of this of this movie, yeah. um, and it's the description here: an angst-ridden London youth, Jimmy Cooper, <laughs> escapes the drudgery of his postal job as a member of the Mods a sharply dressed gang constantly at odds with their rivals, the rockers. <laughs> when the mods and rockers clash in the coastal town of Brighton, England, it leads to both trouble and an encounter with the lovely Steph. <laughs> uh, returning to London, Jimmy, who aspires to be like mod leader Ace. Uh, and that was Sting. Sting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> when we come uh, We'll talk about that. He becomes even more disillusioned and longs to return to Brighton. So, yeah, it, this was rock and roll. This was sex, drugs, and rock and roll and rebellious youth. Yeah. <laughs> so, a rock opera. So the Who yeah. has two rock operas. This and Tom, uh, yeah, Tommy. Do they yeah, have I another? Would, no, I wouldn't really call this a rock opera, though. Well, they do. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I read somewhere this is considered a rock opera, which surprised me because Tommy for sure is. Yeah. But when I read about this somewhere, I don't remember where, it, it someone called it a rock opera. Hmm. Yeah. Which I didn't I know. agree with necessarily. Yeah. Is it maybe because of how some of the songs are tied into... Uh maybe like especially um like talking about sting uh that song when when he does when jimmy does go back to um to brighton 
and he sees, you know, he spots the bike and then he sees a sting ace face and it's like, Oh it, yeah, this is why you should never go meet your idols. And then they start um, the song bellboy. Mm. And yeah. So, you know, yeah, it wasn't just ambient or atmospheric music. Each song uh, represented like what was going on. Mm-hmm. Mostly, like, um, what's the song called with rain in it? But they did that of when rain over like, me. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, but there was no rain in that scene. No, it was like up on the cliff. R e i g n. <laughs> yeah the other the okay. other rain okay <laughs> that you that you don't there know just from rains. hearing it not just r-e-i-g-n and not just r-a-i-n there's also r-e-i-n horse yeah. rain <laughs> okay right 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 amen <laughs> i totally missed that <laughs> so thank you yeah yeah that's right let's play a quick camera scab- scrabble here uh- <laughs> okay yeah okay that makes sense then sorry yeah and i i watched one of the um extras with the um i guess one of the producers and he said that this movie and then there's another movie called mcvicker that <laughs> Uh, it was on, you know, on cable back in the eighties, you know, and I saw it and I'm like, that's when I fell in love with Roger Daltrey. He was Uh, the the lead character in that film. (laughs) So, Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that film's not available anywhere. Mm. So not even on Criterion. Wow. Oh, well. And that was more of a dramatic film and it's not, um, you know, the musical like this one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But it would be interesting to see all three of those McVicker, Quadrophenia, and Tommy. Mm-hmm. And I think Tommy was the first of, of those. Oh, was it? Yeah. 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 Huh. Because they were, oh, able, wow. they got the money for, um, for Quadrophenia and McVicker off of the success of Tommy. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they were able to go out and ask for funding. So interesting, because I don't know when I saw Tommy on cable, because I was imagining it was the early 80s, but clearly, I mean, maybe I did see it in the early 80s, but I did not realize it was that it came out in 75. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, that. I, I really like that one also just because of you know, all the people we get to see in that one mm-hmm. for one yeah. thing and, the, and the, the story and you know those are I, I like all those songs and mm-hmm. not all of them but you know a yeah. lot of them so yeah. But, uh, but yeah this was a a fun movie to uh, revisit mm-hmm. <laughs> so and of course you know at, at our age now watching this those kids <laughs> those <laughs> angsty kids <laughs> you know <laughs> so, it's, it's like jimmy please just <laughs> you know yeah. 
you know, watching them do stupid things and thinking they're cool and whatever. <laughs> I know. Breaking into the pharmacy. Yeah, breaking in the pharmacy. It's like, really? For blue pills. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you really know what they are? <laughs> I know. I think a bunch Just of pills the out there are blue. I mean, maybe back then there were fewer. There were a yeah. lot fewer pills in general, but still, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. today, if you went into a pharmacy and said, yeah, I'm looking for some blue pills. What's the first Viagra one you think of? Ding. Or, yeah, lots. Abilify yeah. or I don't even know how many, but yeah, there are a bunch. Yeah. There are a bunch. <laughs> yeah. So it, it wouldn't do what you think. Mm-mm. Yeah. Hard dick, antipsychotic, probably antidepressant, probably heart medication, maybe a blood pressure medication, you know, take your pick, dude. Exactly. (laughs) Like, okay, if if that's uh, like that for more than four hours, (laughs) we have a problem. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So things he wouldn't have known (laughs) anyway okay we should move on now (laughs) okay and okay well for the third movie we kind of since there were two choices (laughs) um well let's talk about the dickweed one first the dickweed um Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, because there is a quote in it, uh, the princess's dad, uh, I think Bill calls him a medieval dickweed. I wrote that down. I love it. (laughs) And they call Genghis Khan Bob Genghis Khan. Now, okay, I want to see how did all of this okay them going back and kidnapping all these historical figures i know susan and her, susan changed, the time cop it should have changed their present like yes. immediately or probably not immediately the next time through things should be different yeah it just depends on your perspective of how changing the past influences the present yeah so, like there are roles based on a lot of different movies and tv shows (laughs) you gotta go with the world that they built here season (laughs) so i think i know i know i think their rules are it's not changing their so the the guys our bill and ted the ones we're following take kidnapping those dudes does not affect their present but it might affect the next round. So the guys that they encounter in the Circle K, their (laughs) present might be a little bit different or the whole, yeah, the present for the whole world. Like what if Socrates (laughs) philosophy (laughs) is a little bit different than- than Right, dust in the wind. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So maybe that song was actually quoting Socrates. How circular is that? 
Yeah. Socrates. So that listeners know I am not mispronouncing. <laughs> Socrates. I know how you're it's pronouncing it the way it's pronounced in the movie. That's fine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just like Bob Genghis Khan. Yeah. And and another part that I love is uh, when we first meet Missy and you know she insists that bill call her mom and calls her mom call her uh, whatever and um and ted is saying remember when she was a senior and we were freshmen shut up ted yeah. <laughs> like oh my gosh that would be so weird <laughs> that would be horrifying yeah. oh my god and, and they keep on with want- oh throughout all three movies mm-hmm. oh have you really have you seen the other two kelly i thought i saw bogus journey when it first came out and i yeah. have no memory of it and i definitely have not seen the most recent one face the music can okay can i spoil the second one for you sure with missy yep she's married to, <laughs> to ted's dad oh jesus christ and then <laughs> then susan in the third one in the third one uh ted's younger brother She's married to she's marrying him. Oh yeah. <laughs> she gets around. Thank God you didn't say that she's married to either Bill or Ted. No. 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 Do the princesses stick with them? Oh <gasps> yeah. Really? Different different princesses though. You mean different actresses? Or yeah. different princesses? No, they're different actresses. Okay, I would have figured, yeah. And you, you got it. You got to see the third one eventually because the young ladies that they cast as, um, like, the daughters of Bill and Ted, perfect casting, perfect casting. My <laughs> oldest daughter knows one of them. I think she knows Ted's daughter. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. But there was like a little uh, continuity thing that i that i saw of course. of course watching them back to back because in the in the second movie um at the end you know they they introduce little bill and little ted and you mean bill and ted when they were kids no they're they're babies with the princesses oh they have sons too not just daughters well they never said really if they're sons or daughters they just said little bill and little ted so it could be you know the the daughters theodora and uh and billy willamette or okay so you know that that could work but they show that scene but without the babies and then they say that they um that the that the daughters were born later Mm -hmm. so yeah you know when they're doing the the recap in the third movie oh sure because in the third movie we can't have the daughters be like 25 they're 24 (laughs) no really i thought they were like 16 well that that makes sense because my daughter's 26 so if she knows the one girl they she wouldn't be 16 but she could have played younger, like everyone in 90210. Yeah. Yeah. One of them was like 30 playing uh, you know, like 17-year-old. Okay. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. Too much fun. <laughs> Sorry. I'm distracted. Um 
So maybe I'll watch so it yeah, after was... I watch Not So Good or really my next downer Spirit Award thing. Though I've probably seen yeah. the biggest downers already. But my weekly dinner, outdoor dinner buddy, um, just watched um, French Exit. Have y'all uh, seen that yet? No, she not did yet. not like it. She oh, said the okay. second half is marginally better, but overall she did not like it. Okay. No. You know, that's one of the things I enjoy or enjoy about watching these screeners and things for the spirit awards. It's like, yep. That's not something I would have picked on my own. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I'm getting a, a wide variety of movie education. Yeah. Very so, true. But yeah, I think eventually when you get to watch all three of the uh, the movies, mm-hmm. it'll be a good thing. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So just ignore all the time travel paradoxes. And- no! No! <laughs> yes. You know, like, haven't we done two podcasts years ago all about the rules of time travel in various films and tv shows yeah yeah so it's so, cool so it's gonna bother you okay <laughs> there's lots I'm, to bother you in it i'm sure it will but it was cool seeing uh bill sadler you know as um the grim reaper because you know the last thing we saw him in was um die hard 2 the villain oh. okay he was in the Russell tv show too the what? Yeah. He was in the Roswell TV show as well. Um, oh, back in the 2000s that. for three seasons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. I did miss George Carlin a lot. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But they they have a not a replacement, but they honor him in a way. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> okay. She misses George Cartlin too. Yeah. <laughs> and when she ends up watching Cars, then she'll really understand. He was very sweet in Cars. And then eventually yeah. she'll get to watch the comedy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, watch that stuff now. I don't know what it is though. Mm. Until one day she wakes up and you hear her go through the list of seven words. <laughs> like, where'd you learn that? George. George who? Carlin. Yeah. It was on your pooter. Computer. Yes. <laughs> I can say motherfucker, but I can't say pooter. <laughs> Sorry, now she heard me. <laughs> you need to wear earbuds. Everyone in my household hears the words all the time. <laughs> Did you learn something new today? <laughs> I'm sure she's heard it before. But, I'm you sorry, know. I won't. Do it again. Yeah. Can you say? <laughs> Mr. Rogers says, (laughs) 
don't be a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I said I wouldn't do that again. I guess you didn't say you. I never said I wouldn't. (laughs) We got to stop that in front of the babies. She's not paying you guys any attention. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's seeping in like osmosis. Oh, okay. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, she'll wake up one day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> My kids didn't say anything until much later. Okay. Right. I didn't cuss the- around my daughters. Yeah. The um the oldest one though, she was like three and a half, and she said, um, Jesus, and you know, as a cuss word correctly. And I never said that. She picked it up from my sister. So we were in the kitchen and there was something, you know. She could like, I I don't remember how she saw this on the kitchen counter. And she grabbed this thing and she said, Jesus, this not go there. <laughs> she moved it to where it belonged. And oh my God. her dad and I were like, what? I mean, we were also laughing because it was hilarious. Yeah. And my yeah. sister swore that mm. she never said that around mm. her. Yes, she did. We heard her plenty. <sighs> so, but my son learned everything he knows from me. I didn't start <laughs> when he was young, but well, we grew up with my, my grandmother, and she cursed like a sailor. We 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 heard her say it, but we knew not to say it. Um, now, or she would cuss you out for saying it. Yes, and you'd get in so much trouble. Now, one of my older nieces, I guess she grew up during the time of Sons of Anarchy. One point in time, she was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> None of us say that. Like, where did you learn that? And she said it perfectly for the perfect reason. Yep. <laughs> they do learn the context really yeah. well. Yeah. Not just the words, but the context. Yeah, exactly how to use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't understand the real meaning of irony. You know, yeah. they can't really use that correctly in a sentence. But yeah, they can use MF correctly in a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> no so worries. We're there. just we're just trying to help, you know, as if she's gonna use these words, then she'll need to use them correctly. Yeah. It's, it's very educational. Yep. I mean, yeah. you guys would have been great with the school of rock. He used a lot of big words in that movie too. For the little yes, ears. Yes. <laughs> if, from what I remember, okay. I have seen it like twice, maybe three times. I've seen a trailer. A while. <laughs> it's very sweet. It's yeah. a very sweet movie. He's like, irresponsible with these kids, but. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm an old now because I have a very home alone reaction to how he acts in this movie with these kids. It's like, you're, you're supposed to be the teacher and <laughs> wait a minute, you're not teaching the math. You're, you're just bringing all your instruments to class. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have a very home alone reaction. Like, wait a minute, what is happening here? <laughs> well, to me, it's the field trips. That the field trips in his van. 
Yes. Oh. <laughs> Vans are bad. Ted Bundy, come on. Yeah. And Were these just like spontaneous field trips? And I know you have to go through this even when we were kids you know you have to get the permission slip signed no and, uh, he didn't do no permission <laughs> yeah i didn't yeah. Not look, school not with the parents so kelly at the battle of the bands when one of the kids wanders off to somebody else's van he's like you can't just have kids coming back here what's wrong with you you're like you're, you have to be uh, an example you have to lead by example it's like dude look at yourself <laughs> but, but it was sweet overall it was really sweet yeah good ending yeah because he got these kids to like to come out of their shells and to find their a passion and things they were good at yeah i mean he did it selfishly yeah he did he did but like they taught him as much as he taught them yeah and it actually reminded me a lot of sister act which would actually made a lot more sense to me because they were teenagers and uh, they had a lot more agency where i was in the kids yeah Okay, I'm going to meet you. You don't have to. Look, I'm a pod cat, and you've got a pod baby. A pod niece? A niece. Yep. Not like the alien pods. No. Oh, but she's lifting her. What's in there? No. Button. No, I thought the best thing was she tried to hand court the pacifier. That was cute. <laughs> was it your turn to talk? Was it your turn to podcast? Has court podcasted enough? No. Yeah, you guys oh. didn't hear her earlier. She was banging on the door. That's why my mother oh my left her in. Yeah. She was very upset. Understandable. Mm-hmm. She loves you. Yeah. So, she's all right. She didn't let me sleep last night, so she's okay. Okay. Well, I guess we should we should get to the end real quick here, okay. um, so that you can have your your time. <laughs> so so she won't be mad. <laughs> so <laughs> next week we are looking at my job done wrong. Okay. Cool. And it's the uh, the cop not a cop or you know things only only susan notices kelly notices court notices that you know the average person wouldn't know it's good for the movie but in real life that would never happen <laughs> so so for me uh i chose a couple episodes of a couple of shows that uh in Seinfeld there's an episode it's season five episode nine it's called the masseuse and it's all wrong all wrong (laughs) so when you watch it come back next week I'll tell you why and in sex in the city they uh there's an episode where they do waxing all wrong so Susan the esthetician said nope that's wrong it's season three episode 14 sex and another city and of course that's on hbo max and the seinfeld um, is on hulu so all right kelly okay i had to think long and hard about this because i'm an artist and i've been a life coach 
And um, so with help from my oldest daughter, I picked, um, oh, wait, how am I going to watch this? I don't have Cinemax. Um, I don't think. All right, oh, we'll figure that out. Oh, just pick a different one. Later. Okay. Yeah. Not the one that's I, on. I'm not picking what I have written down there. Okay. Um, I'll figure out how to do this. It's also available to rent, so I'm willing to rent this. Yeah, that's what I'll do. So on Cinemax, Magnolia, Tom Cruise play in part of it. You know, there are lots of stories in it. Y'all don't hate it, do you? Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to just fast forward through to get to the Tom Cruise parts, that's chill. <laughs> okay. Because I know um, it's a very long movie, right? I know. I know. So it's fine if you want to just find the Tom Cruise parts. He plays that men's life coach. And it's not that people wouldn't do that. I'm sure that exists out there. I just don't think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or should I give you a choice? No, see, I don't want to watch two things about coaching. So let's stick with this. That's good. Yeah, I'm going to rent it. All right. I had a hard time with this because like the best example we watched already a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was talking to Scott like about like one of our podcasts um, where he was doing his countdown and we started talking about the odd couple and he was telling me about his favorite episode of the odd couple. And um, it talked about um, like one of the guys being audited. (gasps) That's not exactly what I do. I don't do that. Don't hate me. <laughs> but um, so I, I picked for one of the things I picked the odd couple um, season three, episode 16. It's called um, the eyes of April, I think. <laughs> and you can find that on CBS all access, which is going to become paramount plus um, yeah. I guess this week. Few days. Yeah. Yeah. And if you already have CBS All Access, it, nothing changes. I think it just switches over. You might have to yeah. sign in now for the new app. Yeah. Um, and I also picked Jericho, um, the pilot of Jericho. It's a TV show um, on Netflix. It used to be on CBS uh, years and years ago. Um, but it's basically about, not the end of the world, but something apocalyptic happens. Yeah. And um, Lenny yeah. James is in it. And is possible. that the, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Skeet. Skeet is in it. Skeet Al- Alrich. Okay. But uh, like, there's this character who uh, also works for the government who may be coming to take somebody's land. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't done You don't even work for the government. This I is don't. all hush-hush. You're making shit up. I am like I'm tr- trying to throw you off from who I really work for. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd have to kill us if we knew. Exactly. And you'd kill the audience by doing that Halloween Part Three thing. Exactly. I put some kind of signal in this, and you would have to. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. Two fun. more days till Halloween, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween. Two more days to Halloween, silver shamrock. 
<laughs> we're gonna have to watch a bunch of those because I want to know how um, my dude got all the women. I can't remember his name right now, but you know who I'm talking about. Like the lead character from that movie. He was in a bunch of 70s movies, a bunch of Carpenter oh, yeah. movies. He always got there. He, like he was in the fog with um, Jamie Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. And like she was a hitchhiker. I was like, he got her. Yeah. Like <laughs> Tom Atkins. That's his name. Oh, yes. That's right. I mean, he was, but he, like he got all the girls. I'm yeah. like, how? <laughs> yeah. 70s. Okay. <laughs> he had a mustache right he did it was See, a very nice mustache 70s it was a porn stash yes that was key back then <laughs> okay <laughs> and now it's full on beards and mustache you know full on facial hair like down to your chest easy top I love it yeah <laughs> I don't know I don't, I don't know. I don't mind a little bit, that's but I don't want full on. Um, that's just me. I've always liked scruffy. And both of my ex-husbands did not like scruffy. I'm like, please. Like, no. <laughs> yes. Scruffy is very good. Yeah. They wouldn't even go like two days without shaving. Ah. Occasionally they would. And like, I cannot stand it. They would say. Yeah. Like, I remember my ex, he shaved one time because his grandmother asked him to. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> it, was, it was that much of a difference. Like, grow it back, please. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. All right. Well, I'm, I'm getting Jericho confused with some other, even though I'm looking at this on IMDb. So I'll have to. Are you comparing it with it. Jeremiah? Yeah, Luke Perry. With, uh, Luke Perry. Yeah. Yeah. That was Jeremiah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See? A lot of Bible. Okay. And um <laughs> and the Cosby kid, Malcolm. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm Jamal Warner. Love him. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what show I was thinking of. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'll have it straight <laughs> next week. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so until then, everybody, geek on. <laughs>